What does it mean to manufacture a stronger standard? At DeGeist Steelworks, it means to solve challenges and help manufacturers achieve more through our people, our technology, and our belief that anything is possible. This is Manufacturing a Stronger Standard, a podcast by DeGeist Steelworks. Hello, everyone, and welcome to Manufacturing a Stronger Standard, a podcast by DeGeist Steelworks. I'm your host today, Tyler Kern. In business as in life, uncertain circumstances or factors outside of our control can be a major driver of fear. So how can companies address these situations and how they do says a lot about their identity and their resiliency. So joining me today to discuss these topics and more is Jim Riefenberger. He's a business leader, coach, speaker, and an author at Renew. Jim, thank you so much for joining us today. Yeah, thanks for having me, Tyler. Absolutely. Absolutely. And then, as always on these podcasts, we have Derek DeGeese. He's the president of DeGeese Steelworks and Lesta USA. Derek, thank you for being here as well. Thank you, Tyler. Excellent. Excellent. Well, Derek, first of all, let's let's discuss why you had Jim come in and speak to your employees there at DeGeese. And you know, what kind of prompted this and why did you think this would be a beneficial and necessary thing for you? Yeah, thanks, Tyler. Jim has been a lifelong friend of mine and also a mentor through the years as uh, I've been working in uh, at DeGeese Steelworks. And now as we uh, our company, he's transitioning into a consultant and helping out the rest of our leadership team and the rest of our shop uh, as we grow. And he's offering additional training um, for our company to be able to work on our communication and many other factors as, as uh, things are progressing in our company. Um, and Jim came to, uh, to me and asked me about uh, this topic on fear um, with everything going on uh, right now as we have a coronavirus, a global pandemic, things are happening. And he had come up with a program and asked if he could talk to our shop. And I said, absolutely. So we, we got our team together. Um, all of us, we deal with fears, not just not just for uh, right now for a coronavirus, which is happening, a global pandemic. But this is just something that's this has just brought this all together to focus on really what the problems are. We all deal with fear, whether we like to believe it or admit it or not, but we all have adversity and struggles um, in our lives either through family situations, personal, uh, your career, your job, everything molds into we're all dealing with things. And to be able to bring it together and find a way to help cope with them, uh, we thought was a very valuable insight for our company. And so we brought Jim in here to talk to our employees and we thought what not better chance to be able to also share it with uh, the rest of our listeners. Absolutely. You know, and I think this really shows the, the care that Degeese takes for your employees and, and the fact that you care about their their leadership, their well-being, and being able to navigate things that uh, are uncertain, that are um, outside of their control, I think speaks to, yeah, just that care that you have for your employees and wanting them to grow as people, not just as employees. And so I think that that's, uh, that's a really important thing uh, to note as well as just uh, that care that you have shown. So, um, so Jim, I want to turn it over to you just to talk a little bit about fear and to kind of explain a little bit uh, and kind of break down some of the points that you brought to DeGeist and how you trained their employees. Yeah, great, Tyler. Well, I guess I kind of stumbled on this first part here. Uh, recently, I was driving to a coffee shop to meet a young man that I mentor and uh, he has OCD and so he struggles with things like germs and things. And so on the way over there, I kept thinking, you know, what how should we approach today? As I was just brainstorming that, one of the thoughts I had was for him and I to pull out a notepad when we got together. And I said, why don't we both write down what we're not afraid of? And we'll both then write down what we are afraid of and we'll discuss it. 
And that little exercise was interesting for me personally, too, because I went first just out of vulnerability to help him. And the thing that I wrote down that I was most afraid of was probably like security or losing money. But then the more I thought about it, I'm not a big money guy. So at some point, I pinned down the thought that I'm more afraid of letting my family down than I am of the security of money. And so when I flipped it over to him, he said, you know, that's true. He goes, I'm not afraid to get sick. I'm afraid to get other people sick. And I guess at that core piece on fear there, I feel like we don't always really know what the really the fear is. And I think when we run a business, and I know this from consulting people, is you feel responsible for everyone that's part of that team. So through the ups and downs, you see them as your own family. And you want to provide for them and care for them. And if things aren't going right, their fear can get in the way. Uh, the second thing there, too, is that the funny thing about fear is you really can't work on it unless you're in it. Mm. Similar to like basketball, I say that I watch my son go to camps all the time, dribbling drills, defensive drills, rebounding drills. But until you're in the game, do you really have to realize how you have to dance with fear? That's a that's a really good point. You know, I, I was an athlete growing up, and so that that uh, example really resonates with me. That uh, so in baseball or something like that, for instance, you know, um, your coaches can tell you in practice all the time: always be mindful of the situation, right? Uh, always know how many outs there are. Always know exactly where you're going to go with the ball if it gets hit to you. But until that situation actually happens in a game you're not entirely prepared for exactly what that's going to be like until you have that experience. You have the fear of the ball being, you know, hit to you and you think, okay, all of this is put into motion now, right? And so that's a, that's, that's a great point and a great way to think about it. And, and Derek, how does this uh, apply to you at, at Dig East a little bit? You know, do, do you have an example maybe of, you know, fears and, and, and things that can happen in, in a business context like what you've experienced? Yeah, I think what what we've seen at our shop and the reason why this really struck home that we want to start addressing this and talking about it is because we have a global pandemic, a coronavirus that's disrupting our daily lives and really affecting us, we're adding stress on top of what we normally deal with. And so when this kind of rocks our boat, we're seeing is that uh, these fears, it's kind of our cups overflowing. And it's just the one more thing to take us over the edge. And if we don't learn to be able to recognize these reactions and, and these outbursts, like we've seen people get upset about the smallest things. And so we want to make sure we're talking about how we can cope and deal with them and to be able to get some understanding of what what is happening and how we're reacting to so that we can better get on the same page and work together to kind of develop a plans on how we can deal with the fear in a positive way be able to understand empathy that we can use towards others um, in at our at our business and our teams and at home and just in our everyday life so that we can help everybody deal with the stress in a more positive way and to come out with outlets that we can use to be able to to be able to handle. Absolutely. So, so Jim, when it comes to kind of where the rubber meets the road, you know, when you're in those circumstances, what are some tools that you can equip uh, leaders with, uh, tools that you can equip workers with to help them work through these areas and work through uh, the fear of certain situations? Yes, Tyler. I think that there are three here that I could name. I would probably start with simply put, uh, if most of us remember being on an airplane and we watch the gal or guy demonstrate the steps to take if something goes wrong. And they always tell you to put the mask on yourself. 
Uh, and in panic, most people don't do that, but you got to put the mask on yourself so that you can take care of the ones around you. Mm. So I would say that when I say mental, physical, spiritual, they're all interconnected. So on the physical end, I think most people exercise or do ex any physical activity because they want to stay in shape, but we kind of miss the big part there. I think working out, there's a chemical involved endorphin. And when you start working out, you actually build more resilience and that actually hides the pain. And so as your brain masks the pain, you can go farther. Well, the other kicker to the, the exercise part is when you actually work out at any given time, the moments after that, you have an increase of energy and clarity. And that creativity really jumps off. For me, it's like a whiteboard. I get to start over and think of different ways to solve problems. And then on the mental side, we're kind of doing it right now with a podcast, but I think where most people miss another perspective is just listening to others, whether you read books, listen to podcasts, in any way growing and opening up your mind to another way to see it. And then last, I think spiritually is just a form of uh, to calm yourself down in prayer. But I also add visualization to prayer in my process. Mm. And what I mean by that, in prayer, if you start with being grateful, at that point, there is no fear because they can't coexist. And so then it's easy just to sit down and think about a few goals that I have and to visualize how that outcome can change. I kind of see visualization like a movie. You get to write a script or an act. And then each day you come back to it, you kind of write another act or another script on top of it. It becomes more clear to you that it's going to happen. It's just a matter of when. Absolutely. No, that that that's that makes a lot of sense. Um, just from taking those three tools and, and then putting them into practice. So maybe what are some things that people should know about fear or some facts or how should people, uh, you know, approach these fears, that, that, that sort of thing? What are some things that people need to know in their minds so that then they can put these things into practice? Well, one is that you can't shame or yell fear away. And number two is it's very powerful when you hide it. So mm -hmm. when you actually acknowledge it, it goes away, it diminishes. And I'll just give you a few different ways that fear hides. And so in a passive way, fear hides is worry, laziness, doubt, procrastination, anxiety, dread, or fatigue. Mm -hmm. Whereas an aggressive way, fear hides as like when someone has outbursts or confrontation, gossip, addictive behaviors, they're cynic, snide comments, anger. So you can kind of see in different personalities the way fear can come out. Yeah, I think that's really smart to point these things out, Jim, because I think that you're you're absolutely right. Fear is going to manifest itself differently in different people, depending on their personality, depending on who they are. And so I think I see aspects of myself in in certain examples here and in certain ways that fear is manifested, you know, and, and it hides. And so I, I think that's absolutely right to call those things out. And then I think it's important to know these things. So then when you recognize them in yourself, you can then employ those three tools that you talked about earlier to confront that fear to a certain extent, right? Yes. I think fear also works in areas that we can't control. Um, certain events, outcomes, um, circumstances. Uh, we have to learn how to let those things go. Otherwise, fear will basically own us. Yeah, that, that, that's a great point. And, and I think that one of the things that, that, fear really, um, that fear really shows is that 
um, it, it, it tends to show itself when you're in situations when you feel like it's out of your control, right? That, that seems to be a big thing. And, you know, regardless of you know, all the things going on in the world right now, I think th- those are really good examples of things that feel bigger than just what I can control personally. And, and that seems to be a big driver of fear most of the time. It's just when there are factors that are outside of what we can control with our lives, right? Absolutely. So Derek, when it comes to a, a business sense and that idea of focusing on what you can control and, and kind of taking into account the, the, the fact that there are always going to be factors that are outside of our control, right? How do you apply that into a business sense when we're talking about what you do at DeGeist? What we do, what we learned from working with Jim is the focus on, on what we can control. And I'm a man of action. I like to have movement and like to communicate to our team. Here's where we're going to go so that we're not just waiting or worrying. We're putting ourselves into action. And for that, that's like we, we want to learn to see in a crisis where, where is opportunity and where, and where we can continue to make progress. And also we want to, and the number two is that we try to uh, not be reactive, but proactive. Mm-hmm. And then during times like these, our number three is, uh, is that we want to try to find what is that common bond to bring us all together and to be able to make progress for ourselves and for our company. And what we focus on to try to hit all three of those is that uh, we look in this opportunity, this times of crisis, we look for a way to make advancements because we are slowing down. Our, the economic times are slower. And so as a company, we're not waiting for it to get better. We're looking for an opportunity for us to improve ourselves and so that we're continuing to move forward. So we've got n- numerous initiatives going in every department and we're looking at ways of adapting some, we're adding some new services to be able to offer to our customers. Mm-hmm. We've increased some of our training and some of the developing of our people to be able to prepare them to be able to, for us to continue to make progress. We're actually right now just creating um, an online learning platform, which we've talked about for a long time. But now that we really see the value in, 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 in the time to be able to put into this is we're using this is an opportunity to be able to create a platform so our employees can have additional training, whether it be HR, safety, or just uh, opportunities for them to learn more about communication, leadership, uh, which Jim's helping us with, or just uh, how to balance a checkbook or finances, whatever interests them. We're giving them an opportunity to be able to learn something to be able to make them and ourselves better. Mm-hmm. And then with that, we're also um, adding um, new skill sets um, and opportunities for them to be able to build on the trade that they're doing now currently. And that comes through uh, the different leadership trainings and uh, the abilities for us to be able to offer them opportunities to grow. I think that's an amazing approach because you look at everything that's that's going on and, and there are always going to be situations that you can't control, right? But what you can control is the fact that you're going to continue to improve, that you're not going to be paralyzed by fear of the unknown, fear of uncertainty, things like that. Instead, you're going to continue to improve and to continue to put opportunities in front of people so they can keep growing. And I think that that is a, is a sign of a strong leader. I think that's a sign of a strong company that knows where it wants to go and is not going to allow fear to stop it from getting there. So um, Jim and Derek, as we begin to close up, um, Jim, I, I just want to give you the opportunity to kind of summarize what you've had to say today and, and the, the lessons that you feel like businesses can take away from times of, of fear and, and maybe the, the big takeaway here. Oh, yeah. So I think uh, the three tools we talked about, taking care of yourself physically, mentally, and spiritually, of course. But um, if you identify any of those passive or aggressive fears that I listed, 
the only way to overcome fear is to face it. So I think just to call it out, circle it, and then just take a personal account to dealing with it or getting better at it. And, you know, last, I just say that one easy shift with fear is like the Bible says, love casts out fear. Whenever we're fearful, we're kind of closed in and we're afraid. But if we actually just work in reverse and just love on people and show that effort, things just kind of fall into place. And I think I see that over at DeGeese, like it's just a matter of they're a complete family. We don't just want them to come to work and go home. We want them to have a good family life as well. And the more the more we care about that or show that we care to build programs to help them, the better everybody is. And Derek, I want to give you the opportunity to summarize, you know, what you've learned through this process and how this has been applied in action. And you've really seen it take hold and take effect in your shop there at Dig East Steelworks. So just give us a summary of, of what you've learned from this and, and how you've applied it. I believe the insight that Jim gave our shop really helped our helped our leadership and development program grow. It was very important for us to be able to help develop our people and understand how we interact and communicate with others. It, it heightened the empathy that we want to be able to show and to be able to understand that everybody is dealing with their own issues all the time and that we need to be aware of how we communicate with others and that when we have other things happen that creates an, and, and brings up the, a level of fear and anxiety that we have in our daily life, we give ourselves uh, outlets and tools to be able to deal and cope with those to be able to have positive interactions with our employees and with our families and the people that we're around. And so that's why I feel like Jim really helped bring us to our, bring to our shop uh, during this time. And also it, it just helps create a better working environment for all of us as uh, we continue in our, uh, in our business and daily life. It helps create that better working environment and it really helps build that that generation of leaders within your own shop, right? Which is something that is important in any business context is just to have leaders and people who are being groomed to be leaders, you know, within whatever department they work, wherever they are, whatever their particular role is, to have people that understand that and know how to operate in a leadership context, right? Yep. That is exactly what, what uh, we're after and what Jim is bringing uh, to the table for us as a company. Um, as individuals. And uh, I really appreciate Jim uh, being on today and, and talking with us uh, on this topic. Absolutely. Well, uh, Jim Riefenberger, business leader, coach, speaker, and author for Renew. Jim, thank you so much for being here today. Yeah, thanks for having me. Absolutely. Absolutely. And Derek DeGeese, president of DeGeese Steelworks and Lesta USA. Derek, it's always good to talk to you. Thank you once again. We'll see you next time, Tyler. Thank you. Absolutely. And everybody, thank you for checking out this episode of Manufacturing a Stronger Standard. We appreciate you listening very much. If you enjoyed what you heard, make sure you go hit subscribe there on Apple Podcasts or Spotify or bookmark the DeGeese Steelworks website so you can make sure that you get all of your podcasts and all of the information and stay up to date with everything that they have going on and the thought leadership they're providing in this area of manufacturing. And of course, we'll be back soon with more episodes of the podcast. But until then, I've been your host today, Tyler Kern. Thanks for listening.